Welcome to the School of Calisthenics podcast with Tim and Jacko. Answering your calisthenics questions, helping you to redefine your impossible. If you want more great content from us, you can find us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And we've got a great YouTube channel where you can get in touch with us and ask your questions there. Let's get into these questions now. Q&A 7, we thought it was finally time to allow Tim to be question master. Apparently I've but he's just going to the first one. Yeah, and if I mess we'll up, he does, never, then, never yeah, again. We'll see. So, Am I going first? Yeah, it's your time. Yeah, it's your right. first question. one. Go on, Have practice his name? Uh, yeah. Sorry, question master. Yes, David. Why is the first question? This actually came in, literally we've been out filming today. I came around, just my emails have come through. So this is two hours old, this question. So we're, we're given a little bit of that, but it's relevant yeah. to what we've just been training. And it's a bit like Tim is devoted... I don't know how long yeah. to uh, understanding all things muscle yeah, up ask and me. Every ask me. setting <laughs> no stone unturned in terms of muscle up and this comes in so it is right I feel that we should answer this one first so Gabriel Martins easy one wasn't it I didn't even have to like easy name easy name to go with <sighs> he says uh, he's been training calisthenics he used to train with weight today he can do at least 7 repetitions carrying 40 kilos um, as well as 17 dips we still can't perform muscle up. Could you guys tell me if I need to gain strength, or will I be able to use, or to be able to do the muscle up, or is it time to use speed? And I think he's asking that question right. Is it time to use speed? Because the the um, the oh yeah, it's off the, the bottom of the, um, the muscle why up. Can't why you can't muscle, muscle up? up and yeah. we were talking yeah. about the need for speed in that. And um, I think it's fair to say. One question we have is: that, Are you doing your pull-ups overhand sort of in the same grip yeah. position that you'd be doing your um, muscle up in so just outside shoulder width um, or are you in neutral here safer position for the shoulder you'll be able to produce more force there um, so that's just one question I'm going to assume you're talking about overhand pull-ups because uh, you're building up for that muscle up and I can't do seven reps at 40 kilos anywhere near that mm. and I'm sure I don't know where you're at like I think at last sort of test I think I've done about 30 Not for three yeah. reps and the big thing for us with the muscle up is, is if it's going to transfer over it's got to be quality so yeah. I've seen people in the gym doing 40 kilo pull ups and the, the spine position is all over the place the shoulders are all over the place yeah you've got a lot of weight on but you're not moving it effectively yeah. and that doesn't transfer well into the muscle up yeah. so some some key things um, from us all the first take away is yes uh, you, if power is strength and speed or force and velocity the fact that you can do those 40 kilo for seven reps is you've got the strength clearly mm. and it's it's going to be the speed is going to be one thing but then it's also going to be like the technical aspects of um of the of the muscle up and i think there's a couple of things one thing that's i always find interesting that if all you ever do is pull-ups and you've trained pull-ups for ages you get great at pull-ups one thing you're doing is getting good at pull-ups which is great for that first part of your muscle up but you're also teaching your brain that the movement stops here and it doesn't like yeah. and doesn't understand that actually you're going to go to here and then want to go further. Um, so how high are you able to get on that? If you can do pull-ups and only get your chin to the bar, even with that 40 kilo, how, how effective are you at getting the bar to the top of your ribcage? Because that's where you need to get to to get your chest over I think it. it's the biggest misconception around muscle-ups that people just think, oh, I can do pull-ups and I can do dips. Well, I can, yeah. We actually talked about this today. We've been, I say we've been... Um, deep into filming today and it's it's not just a case of oh, I can do a number of pull-ups there's, there's, there's quite a lot of technical things about how you go about applying that force Yeah. and the short answer of this is yeah you need to get faster you're probably strong enough providing you can put that force down with good speed uh, with, yeah. good, with good technique sorry but the technicalities like Dave says of, of how you're going about producing that force 
and that's all going to be covered. It's actually in that video that you've commented on, there's quite a lot of stuff in there to there, take yeah. away. Yeah, the um, other thing I'd say to him is to, to learn a bit of that technique of actually getting around the bar, of getting a decent strong band on, and not only work some nice real high pulls, but I bet with it, if you can do 40 kilo pull-ups with a decent band mm. around you, you'll get hip, your hips to the bar, no problem, and get super high above the bar. So practicing that is going to help you with that yeah. speed, but also it's going to allow you to actually get a real comfortable, dead easy, don't worry about how, if you go, oh, I'm using a really strong band and it feels dead easy. Well, yeah. give your brain the chance to learn and just rep out some nice pull, snap over the bar, and just get used to the, the pull-up not being the end point, transitioning over mm. and start to just build that technique I think for you you if you if you start putting some of that into your program you might not even need to get the ebook and follow flipping 50 yeah, yeah. tutorials because you flip it it sounds like you're halfway or more than halfway there already but everything from the technique of the line of pull how we come up and back how we snap out of there some work on how to work through your transition it's all going to be covered in that but I think for you working on getting some speed mm. use a band um, there could be some mobility issues. It might be that the transition is difficult because your shoulders are tight and you can't get that ex yeah, shoulder yeah. extension, that internal rotation. Until we've seen you actually move, it's hard to hard to uh, distinguish that. But starting point, I would don't worry about the strength now. Start to work on the speed. Use and some how it. and how you're planning it. Use some bands to help you get through that transition. Just feel what it's like to get above the bar. First rollers question oh, master. Yeah, I feel that went very well. Got the name right. Good question. It was, an well easy, it was an easy name. It was on your favourite subject. Clarity, yes. Let's see how you let's see how you uh, well, do with this one. Curveball. Um Right. So uh, I'm just scrolling for you to find Ah Bjorn Wagey. Yes. He says, "Hey pirates." Yes. Which we 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 a couple of pirates. Yeah, but I didn't know we'd done it on camera. I thought that was behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, anyway, so thanks for the super informative videos. You can see why this is getting read out. Um, when you do the muscle up, when will the muscle up ebook be out? Next, well, today is the 19th of June. Yeah. Within four weeks? Yeah, it's going to we, 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 early, early we July. We tried to do the end of June. But realistically, that's not going to happen. We want it to be perfect. Yeah, it needs to be right. Easy. So yeah. we just have to take. But certainly, we're in production stages. We've got content and the final mid June, mid June ish. Yeah. But we will mid give July. you a sorry, July. It's what I mean. Um, we'll give you a date yeah. soon. We'll be able to confirm that up. Um, like we said, we've been video. We've been videoing a lot of the tutorials today, um, and the first draft is done. So he he says he'd love to buy it, which is great. Uh, I'd also <laughs> like to ask, what style of core training would you suggest that I utilise when the majority of his goals are static holds like front lever, back lever, um, handstands? Um, so would we suggest dynamic movements? Uh, so also for dynamic movements like the muscle up, um, what would you? What would we suggest? Static work such as weighted planks or more dynamic things like leg raises and toes to bar. Yeah, interesting one actually. Um, there's quite a lot in there. We, core is such a hot. Well, it's kind of like found its place, I think. Now, mm. but core stability and core training came into to sort of the health and fitness and SNC kind of realm. I don't know, five, six years ago, and everyone was on about core stability, and we got special devices and lots of different stuff which we could use to train core ab rollers. Uh, yeah, ab roll machine, crunch machines, and that sort of stuff. Ultimately, let's break it down. I'm going to talk about a couple of different things. The, the, the core is actually everything from elbows to knees. So if you chopped off below the knee and below the elbow, any muscle which what attaches... What classification would you be? I'm not in Paralympic sport. I'm not quite sure. Um, if you... Uh, if you, What you've got, any, any musculature which attaches into the well, spinal pelvis... 
trying to answer Sorry, that. I'm just putting them off. Sorry. Any muscle which attaches into the spinal pelvis, that's determined as core. So whether we're training shoulder stability and some scaptions kind of like working posterior shoulder, that still could be determined as a core exercise because it's, rather than thinking about abs, you're thinking about pillar yeah. strength. And yeah. can we start to connect this whole trunk and this whole kind of like big bulk part of portion of the body together? So a lot of people go, I'm gonna do abs, and that involves in crunches. Yeah. Well, crunches are great for rectus abdominis. This guy on the front, which is actually just wants to flex the spine, so when you get out of bed in the morning, you do a crunch, how many crunches do you do for the rest of the day? Not so many. So my focus is gonna become more on, can I hold position and postural control in more kind of, that you, you've sort of the isometric or dynamic yeah. movements. Even if I'm training sprinters, I'm more interested in them to be, their ability to be able to hold static positions yeah. because they have to be able to, to, to transfer force effectively throughout the system requires control and stiffness yeah, and postural that, control. That, yeah, that trunk control, the spinal control and, and hip control really. Yeah. I think me being uh, an insight to my early uh, early to mid and slash late teens, um, Wanted to do, uh, wanted to be able to have a six pack. Did a ridiculous number of did you get one? crunches and bicycle. <laughs> no, I didn't I get a six pack. I got a turtle shell. You ate a tortoise. <laughs> but <laughs> in order, you stuck there for ten years. Did, can't break. Can't knife. I used to literally, shell, religiously you? do a minimum of of a uh, hundred before bed and in the morning. Um, and would how worry long, how many that, years did you do that for? Oh, I'd hate to think years. Like when people say, how to get six. There'd be videos on YouTube. I bet like how to get a six pack. Well, we've just told him a hundred sit was morning and night yeah. for about how, what, eight they're, years. The interesting thing, probably from like thirteen to <laughs> twenty-five. I don't know, wasn't that thirteen to twenty to eighty? I don't know when I stopped realizing that it was counterproductive. <laughs> that just built up like those recaps that Tim was talking about. But actually, when you come to then want to hold some positions like those static holds talking about like back levers front levers and planches and things you realize that it's they're only the one tiny piece of the puzzle and you actually have no control of your trunk and your hips so um, remember when we first started doing calisthenics and oh. dave came in and i was like let's do some core let's do some hollow rocks and this guy walks in with the biggest six pack you've ever seen and like absolute and i've, I've like but it wasn't you it wasn't usable it was garbage you couldn't do it yeah literally <laughs> so just, you've had to go right back and yeah, actually yeah. train core completely differently yeah, yeah. to what you thought yeah. was going to be effective and it's more about like internal external obliques and transverse yeah. abdominis and and actually working them to maintain alignments is so much more useful for lots of other things you're going to then go and do yeah. rather than just have a six pack and build up some musculature that actually sometimes gets in the way when I'm trying to do, <laughs> do well, hang on things. a minute well, I can't do that because like, cool, my abs are so big so that's the education around why we need to be thinking about maybe more static yeah. holes. But you do make a really good point in that, yes, plank progression. So whether it's a plank, David has talked about this before, yeah. in that we're not interested in people who can plank for five minutes. Show me a plank progression, which means you can hold it for 30 seconds. Because you're, in calisthenics, not going to hold a flag probably for five minutes. So work, continue to progress the intensity of static holds and progress the difficulty of those exercises which keep it challenging for less than a minute. So one of the parts of the question that I really like is around should you use toes to bar and, and that's a really interesting thing. A couple of reasons, hanging whilst doing core, integrate shoulder stability with core which is again good for a human flag so we're going to start to yeah. have to train grip and core at the same yeah, well, time. Front lever you're going to have to have that strength for the shoulder and the core. Yeah. 
And those movements particularly get you the opportunity to do some um, lower abac exercises. So a lot of movements that we do, people are quite good at focusing on upper portions of the, of the, of the core and the pillar, let's call it that. But actually isolating those lower abdominals where you're starting to have to try and pull the pelvis into that tuck position. You're starting to strengthen your hollow body. So hollow, rock, hollow rocks are a great exercise for that, actually putting some volume in those reps, multiple sets of those, because the first one set's easy, like yeah, three yeah. or four sets gets pretty hard. Um, and then toes to bar, I like those sorts of things a lot because it really starts to pull you into those positions. And if you want to go back lever or uh, sorry front lever planche, any of those sorts of things, we need to keep that postural control. Yeah, I think it's the, the the only issue I have with some of them is that people don't do it with control and it ends up just being like a yeah. swinging motion. And you're just using momentum. Um, something that I love and I definitely recommend you to do is. Um, a dragon flag or a variation of a dragon flag and if you really want to work on the static element rather than coming down and repping them actually coming down to the lowest portion you can hold and just doing a nice isometric yeah, yeah. in there five ten seconds five six re uh, sets of that and build up some static strength of being able to hold and it's really gravity trying to pull your pelvis down or pull your legs down you've really got to hold and fight against gravity and hold that position i think that's a key one whilst it might look nice for the photo that back arch is something in that position we want yeah. to decrease you want to really want to tuck straight. it up under so again quality over quantity but again they're great and any other sort of progressions where you're holding isometric shapes they would always be my go-to over anything crunch based i don't do any crunches nothing yeah. these days no i've stopped doing those you think you've probably done enough <laughs> yeah question master yes give us the last question final question number three from stuart shepherd no other who starts by saying hi and then i don't know how to do how do you how do you talk in capitals i don't think you need to okay. worry too much about he that. says hi guys but then he goes <laughs> in capitals he goes fantastic q a is that like fantastic is that yeah, capitals? Yeah. shouting or aggression okay i think it fantastic <laughs> yeah q a i think it was more like he just wanted to be seen yeah um best i've ever seen from anyone ever follows that up with, with and then in brackets hope that get hope that's enough to get my question answered slightly Lol. back um, but it's true it's true it's got you on hasn't it i think the proof is in the pudding <laughs> it says i really want to lose my belly fat um, and get into calisthenics i can do one to two pull-ups would you suggest i continue with trying unassisted pull-ups of those low numbers or negatives or and or negatives or should i get some bands to help me build up my strength and i'd just like to kick this okay. one off tim and just go if you want you need you're almost like wanting two things and you think about what you want if you're if you're wanting to get better at your pull-ups then you might use those uh low rep ranges and doing some negatives and you'll be able to build up slowly over time to maybe turn those one or two into two or three or three or four or four or five if you're wanting to if you're wanting to um lose some some belly fat and actually you're wanting to lose some weight and do some actual sort of conditioning work in terms of your pull-ups definitely grabbing a band being able to do uh having the assistance from a band that allows you to do um, 10 12 reps is going to be able to build up a lot more um, volume in your session which is going to be more reps burn more actual calories whilst you're doing it. So you're actually doing more stuff it'll feel easier in terms of each individual rep should feel easier so you can actually do 10 or 12 but that is going to help with your pull-ups yep. and you are going to get some of that sort of fat burning or just burning off more calories because you'll be doing more work in your session yeah yeah i've got a couple of points uh the first one is that if you're training those one to two reps we, we put that into kind of like 
first principles of SNC science, um, that's a max strength exercise for you. You'd be working really hard. So that becomes like a neural system adaptation. For you to want to start to get stronger, we could actually do with hitting eight, six, well, six upwards, six to 12s, where you're gonna to start to get more cellular adaptation. Cellular adaptation being things which are probably gonna change the size of the muscle, gonna change some of the contractile properties, or you, and bigger muscles ultimately produce more force. That is important that you get the neural side as well, but from where you're at, I would start to think about trying to get those bigger numbers. The other thing that I would do for you is, is just focus on, if we put that into our framework, what you're currently doing, I would say, is applied strength, very specific strength, low, low, or low numbers, high intensity. Your focus needs to really be on the capacity strength side of things where yeah. what you're going to do is just get more volume in the program, more reps and sets, just get stronger, just focus on that basic foundation strength. and. If I was you, I'd do exactly what David said. I'll get a band on, start to hit t eight, 10 to 12 reps of your pull-ups, and I'd be super setting that with a bodyweight row or a push-up and starting to sit, like hit these exercises off the bounds. Real short rest periods, less than a minute in between. You're gonna, we would term that, if we were writing a program for an athlete on that or for somebody else, we would term that as a strength endurance. Yeah. So your capacity to do more. But the great thing about that is if you're strict with your rest periods, you can actually get a really good yeah. metabolic workout from that. So getting strong, yeah. increasing calorie burn, dropping body fat down a little bit, rather than, if you just try and focus one to twos, no one ever got lean. I'm gonna put my neck yeah. out and say, like, no one ever really got lean doing one RM training. Like, yeah. it just doesn't work like yeah. that, unless you, you diet. It's a different, like, like it's a different and, yeah. yeah. And then you're getting it through elsewhere. But from where you're at, yeah. focus on volume, because you can, once you've got that decent kind of foundation, then you can start to worry about the specifics yeah. of it. Um, and there's no harm once a week of just throwing in some like real bodyweight training, uh, sorry, bodyweight only pull-ups so that you, you're getting yeah. those ones and twos in there on a weekly basis. And that'll be enough to keep moving you forward if you then hit in some other stuff as well. Yeah, and Stuart, if you go back to Q&A, as so I just checked on my phone that I did, because um, it, it was it was ringing alarm bells in my head, that if you go back to that last Q&A, that Q&A 6 where you asked the question, I've already replied with a link to... Um, a uh, like a fat burning sort of calorie burning um, circuit that I did as part of a blog um, a few time. months ago. Was that Christmas time around yeah. a few months ago. Um, so the links on there to that, as well as the link to the bands, if you want to if you want to uh, look at getting at any of those. But check out that um, that that circuit. It's a full body one, so yep. some lower body works in there just to help you try and burn off some more calories, as well as that specific sort of pull up work. But if you've enjoyed it, guys, we'd really appreciate a five star review on iTunes. And if you want to put a one-star one on, that's also fine, but we'll just delete it. <laughs> Until next time, class dismissed. <laughs>